welcome back again welcome everybody back to the sis maybe it's you podcast and i am your hopeful and i'm just trying to be helpful host khadisha again out of germany and let's do this second episode in and we're getting things started with uh, today's topic which is falling in love with yourself And today's topic is kind of in relation to Valentine's Day. Um, I personally don't celebrate Valentine's Day, not necessarily just for religious reasons, but just I I fall into the group of people who think that, okay, we're in a relationship like every day, every other day should be a Valentine's Day. So that's kind of always been me throughout the years. But no hate from me, no judgment from me for those who do celebrate Valentine's Day. Do you enjoy? So let's get things kicked off by going over. um, When did I realize basically that I had a bit of a self-love, self-worth problem? So as I mentioned in my first episode Um, When I came here last year, the relationship I had was not so great. The ending was not so great. And it was kind of traumatizing to a certain degree where I was like, I must have a problem because how am I choosing these dudes, these guys, these men that come from different backgrounds, different ages, different countries, different religion, and I'm still kind of getting the same result where I'm feeling disregarded, I'm feeling disrespected, I'm feeling dishonored, all of the disses, okay? That's what I was going through. And I said, girl, sis, you might not be loving yourself. Also, my therapist told me this as well. And so, yeah, once I came to that conclusion, I was like, okay, great. So let me figure out how I want to go about fixing this, right? And, you know, I want to say this as kind of like a side note when it comes to Valentine's Day. Uh, What also inspired me to do an episode was basically I came to the realization that this is the first Valentine's Day for me where I felt... um. I felt at peace, you know? I didn't feel lonely. I didn't feel needy. I didn't feel like without or empty, right? I felt whole. I felt proud of myself. And this was the first time in years because uh, for the past six years, like even if I was dating somebody, I didn't necessarily feel great. I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel content. I mean, sure, there were moments, but... Overall, it was always something, you know? And so this is the first year that is like, okay, I'm single for the first time in a very long time. And I'm actually really content about it. Now, of course, do I want a relationship? Do I want to get married? Of course. But during the process, I'm so happy, you know, and content with my life. Even with the improvements I want to make. And so that inspired me to do an episode about falling in love with yourself or just in general, what does that look like? What is it not, in my opinion? And I was able to kind of celebrate Valentine's Day for me because I was able to compare it to how I was for the past six or so years. 
And yeah, it was a, it was a big moment for me. So I just wanted to share that. But yeah, so falling in love with self. What does that look like? Okay, so for me, when I envision falling in love, um, well, when I was reflecting about this topic, I thought to myself, like, in the past, I've been an amazing partner. Now, granted, yes, that's just my opinion. Of course, if you ask any of my exes, maybe they might not feel that way. But this is not their podcast. So, yeah, it's my opinion about me. So, uh, when I'm in love, I go out my way for my partners. I've oftentimes not asked for much. I've always told myself it is unfair to expect or ask something from somebody that you know that they cannot provide. So for example, I'm not going to ask my partner, oh, buy me these um, Ralph and Russo heels. I know he can't afford that. What is my reason? What is my point of expecting that? So I've never gone out my way to make my partners feel somewhat inadequate, even though in reality it kind of was. Anyway, pause moment. Just a pause to think about that. You know, truth. My truth. So yeah, um, and I've always been giving. I've always gone out my way to give, rather that's financial support, rather that's mental, emotional support. That's always been my way of showing love, which is to give um, selfishly. And so I thought to myself, okay, well, if when I'm in love with other people, I'm able to be such a big giver and forgiver. Let's mention the forgiving part because I have oftentimes forgiven behavior, unacceptable behavior, and still maintain a relationship with someone even after realizing that they not only keep crossing the boundaries but they seem at home and at peace with crossing the boundaries that I tried to set or the standard that I've expressed and they've tested it and I've just been like well we're human well we're flawed and all that might be the case but that doesn't mean that you have to be flawed disrespectful in the same breath and dishonoring me disregarding my feelings and I still deal with you that's not what that means that is something I had to learn and so because I always thought to myself oh well if I'm not like if I forgive them maybe I should be more compassionate you know maybe I should uh, look past it they need time and that's not that's not to say it's not true yes people may need time to um Stop practicing a certain behavior that might not be so fitting of what your standard or boundaries are. But you don't have to deal with them during that process. Sometimes it's better to just cut people off, let them work on themselves, fix themselves. And then maybe y'all can come back to each other. And that's not just in relationships, but even friendships. You know, when we talk about the disrespect... All of the disses, okay? When we talk about all of the disses, this is not just about romantic relationship. This is, I'm talking platonic. You know, this could be family members, friends, co-workers, you name it, right? So yeah, falling in love with yourself, I think what that looks like for everyone is going to be different. But I think a 
indicator of that um, or how to go about that, I, I should say, is think about how you are in relationships. Think about how giving you are, how forgiving you are and treat yourself in the same manner. Now, we need to talk about what not self-love, self-worth looks like, okay? Some of y'all, and you know who you are, okay? I'm not, listen, I'm not gonna, I know some people, okay? But uh, this is not an exposure type podcast. But you know who you are. You should feel guilty. When when I say this, you're gonna know who you are. For those who are maxing out credit cards, for those who are maxing out your credit cards, taking out personal loans to pay for stuff that you know you can't afford. And you go home and you tell yourself, oh, this is self-love. I love myself. This is why I'm doing it. No. Mm-mm. Stop that. For those who are paying for expensive vacations, okay? And you're telling yourself, I'm doing this because I deserve it. I love myself. Listen to me. You might deserve it. I'm not saying you don't, but you got to deserve it at a different time. Okay, let's not let's not be crazy about this, right? And I think people often get into this mindset of like I'm doing this because I love myself and ignoring the destructive side of it. And so we must be conscious, right? We must be aware that if it's destructive to your life, that's not really a, a form of self-love. You know, you're coming back from vacations, you, you're coming, you know, from, from vacations and your, your, your lights is off, your cell phone is cut off, using Wi-Fi to call people. Come on now. Your, your, your car payment is months late, all because you wanted to go on vacation. Talking about I deserve it. I earned this. Okay. You're coming from the market. You ain't got no furniture. You know, you got expensive purses, but you you don't have a bed to sleep on. It's crazy. Just destructive behavior. So this is not what self-love looks like. And so once we realize, okay, this is not what self-love looks like. Now let's think about simple ways to show ourselves love, right? So simple ways to show yourself love. For example, for me, I use myself as an example. When I show myself love, that looks like me basically, for example, going to the gym. You know, I go to the gym and I work out. Why do I do this? I do this because I love myself. I do it because it gives my, it gives me mental support. It gives me physical support. And all of that is important in showing me that I love myself. As well as giving me some type of stability, right? And so I try to go as often as I can during the week, especially now since I don't have um, a strict schedule, a field schedule. I have a pretty, I have a lot of free time at the moment. So I stay committed to that. Um, Also, giving myself praise, reasonable praise. Okay. So for example, if I have a list of things to do throughout the day, at the end of the day, even if I'm able to accomplish one thing. I big myself up. Girl, you did that. Look at you, sis. Okay. Uh, amazing. You did it. It was you. Who else? You. 
I talk to myself like this and you might think, oh, that's crazy. Why would I do that? I'm telling you in practice, you're going to feel good. Just try it. Just, just, just come on now. Be open. Think. Improve. So. Also, um, let's see. I do try to eat healthy. I'm not going to lie. That's not something that I consistently do. But I do feel good when I do eat kind of clean, I should say. So that's cutting out fried foods and all that good stuff. Now, cutting down your negative derogatory talk. So what does that look like? You make a mistake. Oh, um, I'm stupid. Why did you do that? You idiot. Oh, you're such a failure. Oh, ugh, ugh. Right? All of that. Stop that. Stop it. It's not helpful. It's not humbling, you know? I, some people might think, oh, but I'm, I, it's a humble way of acknowledging my failures. You don't have to call yourself an idiot. You know, I, I've seen people do this, and I'm not going to lie. I've done it in the past, but I've gotten a lot better at it, like recognizing it and then stopping it, Right? Kind of like a cleanup. When I've seen people do it, it's a bit cringy. Because it's so unnecessary. And it looks like you're just super critical of yourself for like absolutely no reason. And so, yeah, like um, when I've seen people do this in the past, especially recently, I'm just kind of like chill out. (laughs) It's not that serious. It's not that deep. Nobody dies. Now, granted. I'm not trying to say that, oh, if somebody does die, does that mean that you should just go in on yourself like that and just be like, ah, you, you stupid, uh, somebody died, uh, it's your fault, you're a terrible person. I don't think that's helpful either. So this doesn't give you a key to break yourself down if you're involved in somebody's death or murder. Now, that doesn't make you a good person, I don't know. I don't, I'm not here to tell you if you're a good or, or bad person, that's, that's not my bag. So yeah. Um, cutting down on that is important and accepting your flaws when it comes to things that you don't like about yourself, I think is important. I mean, of course we, we have many things. A lot of us have many things we want to improve and work on ourselves and that's great. You know me, I am queen of the goal setting. Okay. I I love setting goals. I love the challenge. I love it keeps me motivated. But learning how to kind of love how you are in the moment, like acceptance, right? Is a I think an important part of the self-love, self-worth journey. So yeah, you can say to yourself, "Okay, this is how this is at the moment. This is just a stamp in time." But I do want to improve this. But it doesn't have to include this idea of hate. And honestly, hate is such a strong word and I try my best not to use it. I don't, I haven't used it very often because I know how strong it is. Even when it comes to people, I rarely see myself hating somebody. I might dislike them or their behavior. But I don't use hate very often because of the strength of it. And so that's the same thing with self. If you say you hate something about yourself it for me I envision it as a way of you know lowering your self-worth self-love meter right saying dislike I think is just as effective you know um I dislike this about myself I know I can improve it I want to improve it 
maybe I'll make a plan to improve it, right? I think it's very mature way of handling things or flaws that we want to change, but we don't need to hate, right? Now, in loving ourselves, let's not get into the narcissistic bag, okay? Now, I know the narcissistic term or narcissism concept is super popular these days. Some of y'all going out y'all way to label somebody a narcissist just because you didn't have the great, ex- the best experience with them. Y'all overusing it, overkilling it. I mean, really, just because somebody did not, just because your ex was terrible, it didn't make him a narcissist automatically, okay? Just because somebody stole your groceries, it don't make them a narcissist. Just because somebody did not help you with that personal car loan, it does not make them a narcissist. Cut it out. Cut it out. Focus. Stay focused, okay? And it doesn't mean that you should, the idea of self-love doesn't mean you should be encouraged to become a narcissist, thinking maybe, oh, maybe I can get my way in life. Maybe my happy ending comes faster if I just be a little bit of a narcissist. No, stop that. Stop it. Yeah. Now, another form of self-love is setting boundaries. Listen, I'm not going to lie to nobody. I have been, in the past several years, struggled a lot with boundaries. And I'm happy to say that I am a recovered um, person when it comes to having the lowest of low boundaries when it comes to people that I love and care about. It feels good. Okay, this other side where you got boundaries and you just say no and you move on with your life peacefully sleep good at night no i'm not gonna do that i don't want to do that why would i do that it feels great didn't know it tasted so good i should have did this a long time ago but i'm happy to say that having boundaries is very much so important when it comes to this idea of self-love self-worth and that doesn't mean you just don't show up for people it's just if it causes you mm, stress, unnecessary stress, right? If it harms you in the end, then you might want to sit back and think, is this like, um, is this, is this me like lowering a boundary? Right? Is this self-love? Because oftentimes it might not be. If you have to question it and it, eh, it might not be, Right? Now, going out of your way to be harmful, disrespectful to other people is not a way of saying that you love yourself. If you are mistreating others, that doesn't mean that you love yourself. You low-key might be a bad person. And people, it's kind of like a bit of a side note, I want to say. It's related to the topic, but a bit of a side note. I know there's others out there, including myself in the past, where we allow people to kind of disrespect us, disregard us, all of the disses, like I said, because we think, oh, maybe we're not the best person. Maybe that's why they're treating us like this, because maybe we're not bad. Oh, I remember, you know, back in the past, you know, uh, some of you might say, I, I lied to my mama when I was in high school. I skipped class. You know, I cheated on such and such 10 years ago. Maybe I do deserve to be treated any kind of way. Stop that. Stop it. 
just because you were probably at one point in time in your life not the best version of yourself, it doesn't mean that it's okay. It doesn't mean you should make peace with the idea that, oh, somebody is disrespecting me. Somebody going out their way to tell me I am nothing. I am not valuable. No. Mm-mm. Envision yourself uh, when you when this thought comes across you, right? I think it's a, it's a good idea, a good exercise. Envision a five-year-old that makes a simple mistake and they tell themselves, I deserve the worst. Like envision how uncomfortable it would be as an outsider seeing a five-year-old say that to themselves. And I want you to say, okay, that's not that's not cool, right? That's not normal. That's not comfortable. And envision that feeling that you get. Envision that being, well, not say envision the feeling, but try to envision yourself as that child. You know, give yourself some forgiveness. And I want to tell you, one thing I've noticed is that when I didn't, improve my self-forgiveness it did allow me to forgive others in a different kind of way now granted I don't have to deal with them that is also important to note you can forgive others and not deal with them most times you probably shouldn't especially with certain type of boundaries that have been crossed some disrespect is just too disrespectful and I know the cliche of all oh, the forgiveness is for them not for you is low-key correct I hate to be that person to say this, but it's low-key correct. And I say this because I've experienced it and I kind of, I understand that more, right? That saying. So yeah, feel uncomfortable telling yourself you deserve mistreatment just because of some past behavior that wasn't the best. And if it doesn't make you uncomfortable to envision a five-year-old being super critical of themselves, you might need to take a pause. You need to take a pause. You need to get some help because you might be an abuser, okay? A child abuser. Just an abuser in general. Oh, yeah, they deserve that. Okay, no. You need to take a pause. You need to get some professional help. Although I do think we all do deserve a professional helper in our lives. I am a, a lover, okay? A lover and supporter of therapy, it feels great if you can afford it and have the time, right? But if not, I think podcasts, books, it works just as well. So yeah, self-love is finding ways to support yourself, uplift yourself, setting boundaries. Self-love is not going into debt, unnecessary debt, okay? Treating others like trash in the process, Thinking, oh, I'm still a good person. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Going on these unnecessary expensive vacations. You're coming back with nothing. Okay. That's not self-love. But I hope everyone had a vibed out V-Day. Okay. Whether you're single in relationships, some of y'all in relationships, I'm wishing the best for y'all because some of y'all on V-Day Valentine's Day be a day of conflict, okay? You're bringing up old stuff. You have not healed. So I'm wishing y'all peace and love. Thank you again for 
listening to my podcast and thank you of course for showing up for yourself whenever you start your self-love self-discovery journey make sure you tell yourself that you deserve it you deserve to show up for yourself and showing up for yourself is self-love so thank you for showing up for yourself today Tschüss!